Hey everyone, it's Paul Ward and welcome to another edition of Farm Talk. Today I want to talk about the idea of making the dream of living in the country a reality despite the obstacles in your life. So you've always had this dream of living out in the countryside and for whatever reason life has thrown some turns at you and now you find yourself in a suburban or even urban setting uh, far away from mother nature. So how can you make this dream a reality despite obstacles in your life? So first let's talk about why living in the country is a dream, what those obstacles to living in the country are, and finally how you can overcome those various obstacles and make this dream uh, a reality. So first, you've always wanted to live in the country, maybe you did as a child, and now you don't. So some of the things that drive us to want to live in the country are air quality. It's usually better than in a city. Um, also mother nature. Uh, mother nature draws us in. Uh, animals, birds chirping, uh, crickets at night, uh, maybe a wandering deer, uh, stars at night, um, all magical experiences that uh, want us to, you know, live out in, in the countryside. Uh, maybe you want to plant a bigger vegetable garden than what you have now. And uh, you want to grow your own food. Um, the idea of inviting family and friends for a long weekend, um, that's attractive to a lot of people. And maybe you want to have more animals of your own. Maybe you want a horse. Maybe you want a goat. Maybe you want a few extra dogs, things you cannot do in a suburban or urban setting. So all things that uh, you dream about, but for whatever reason, they just are not a reality. And some of those obstacles, I can think of them. Um, one is your spouse. You're married to an urban or suburban person, and they just cannot wrap their head around the idea of living out in the countryside. That's uh, probably the number one obstacle. Um, another one might be distance to work. And you're thinking, gosh, you know, if, if, it'd be nice to live out in the country, but is that really practical? Um, I'd have to drive farther to work. Um, another idea is just the grocery store. You know, where is the grocery store? And um, what if we don't have milk in the morning? Maybe somebody in your family has a Starbucks addiction. Uh, that's actually a real thing. And um, how are you going to get that person to, um, you know, get over their addiction to get you out in the countryside? And um, lastly, if you've got teenagers and they've got their friends and you're going to take them out to Timbuktu, um, they're going to feel like they're, they're not going to have their friends. So these are all obstacles to living in the country. <clears throat> how do you overcome all of these to make your dream a reality. <clears throat> so one idea is the notion of renting a property temporarily. So you're not uprooting your family permanently, you're just gonna make a temporary move, but you're not giving up your, your current life. And this is, this is doable. And uh, I'll give you some tips here on how to make this a reality and then you can decide if the obstacles can be overcome or not. So there are always properties available for rent um, out in the countryside where I'm located in Ventura County, California. Um, you might be somewhere else, but 
here there are always properties for rent. And um, typically, like most landlords, um, folks that own countryside properties, want tenants who want to stay. You know, they don't want to have a, a vacancy after a few months. But I'm going to give you some tips on how to maybe overcome those um, those challenges. So you're looking online and you see a rental and uh, it looks perfect. You just can imagine yourself uh, living there for all the reasons we talked about earlier. And how are you going to try to secure that property um, and then, you know, live there at least temporarily? So one is, let's just say, for example, the rent is $3,000. Uh, maybe it's more, maybe it's less, depending on where you're located, but let's just use the example of $3,000 a month. So you're going to approach the landlord and say, you know, Mr. And Mrs. Landlord, um, I would like to rent your property. I see you're asking, you know, $3,000 a month. Would you consider a six-month lease for $3,200 a month? Uh, money usually talks, and um, I would think that most landlords would at least listen. So you can offer to pay a little bit extra in exchange for a shorter lease. Um, Another option is instead of paying extra, if this is an option, is to pay the entire rent up front. So, you know, 3,000 times six uh, is 18,000. And um, you're not paying any more than you would otherwise. Uh, but you're just offering to pay the full rent up front. And uh, that might not be practical. Um, So maybe offering a little bit extra each month is more practical. Um, And third alternative is to increase the security deposit. So if the landlord is asking for a security deposit of, let's say, $4,000, you offer a security deposit of $5,000, and say to the landlord that um, should they not be able to rent the property for um, a month after you move out, that um, at least a portion of that security deposit, let's just say $1,000, could be kept by the landlord um, to alleviate some of the vacancy factor. So three options to work with the landlord to secure a property for a shorter amount of time um, than a full one-year lease. Now, getting back to the obstacles, um, we talked about distance to work. Maybe your spouse isn't set on the idea, the idea of the grocery store being farther. Maybe you've got teenage kids who are close to their friends and their activities. So the idea of renting temporarily, not uprooting your family full, you know, permanently, but just um, a temporary move might take some of the pressure off of them and see if, you know, a full-time move is even practical. So, you know, distance to work. Uh, Here, where I'm located, some of the countryside properties might only be three or five minutes to town. So, you know, how much distance are you really adding to your commute? Um, Also, could you telecommute one or two days a week and not have to drive in um, every day? That might be an option. And that that is becoming more practical 
um, and people who are purchasing now who, who would not have purchased before um, are able to telecommute at least, you know, one or two days a week. Your spouse, you know, maybe your spouse finds that living in the country is actually fun and that they enjoy it and that there are um, benefits to it that they didn't even think about. So, you know, after living out in the countryside for three months, maybe they could um, wrap their head around living out there full time. Or maybe not. Maybe you're just enjoying a, a temporary uh, change of scenery and you're going to go back to your suburban or urban life. But at least for a short while, you're living your dream. The grocery store, um, you know, it's always a good idea to, to look and see what you need before you leave the house. Or maybe you're in a position where you can call home and say, hey, do we need milk? Do we need eggs? Do we need cheese? So you're not, you know, looking for the milk um, the next morning and you just you just can't get it. And then teenagers with their kids, you know, teenage kids and their friends, um, you know, they're going to be wanting to hang out with their kids regardless of where you live. And um, maybe they can't are in a position to hang out with their friends at friends' homes and, um, you know, you're able to pick them up on your way home uh, from work and take them to your countryside home. So some of these obstacles might not be able to, you know, you might not be able to overcome some of these obstacles. So living in the country is going to have to be put off for a little while longer, but maybe uh, they can be overcome. And uh, the notion of renting, at least temporarily, a countryside home uh, could be a reality. Should you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out. You can always text me, uh, 805-479-5004, or feel free to email a longer message, paul at home and ranch selling team, uh, dot com, and uh, I'd be happy to um, you know, answer any of your questions and uh, look forward to your feedback. Thanks so much.